Good morning from Old Key West. I was way too tired to do the report last night after we got back from an epic day at the park, so I'm on the patio this morning sharing my thoughts with you. Um, I have lots to say, so we park hopped yesterday. I wanted to start at Hollywood Studios because my daughter had never been to Toy Story Land somehow, and um, I did really want to try to get a Lightning Lane pass for Slinky Dog Dash because I had read that they were hard to get. Well, it turns out that is true, and I did not know what to do. (laughs) So I was on the app at pre-7 a.m. I had everything lined up. I was in the tip board. (laughs) I was in Hollywood Studios. I refreshed the tip board at 7 a.m. exactly on the spot, scrolled down, tapped the Slinky Dog time, and the, the, the earliest return window was 2.55 p.m. So clearly other people know something I do not. <laughs> We're able to get an earlier time. So I am going to dig into this. I, I suspect I know what is going on, but I'm going to actually do a podcast episode on this because I think this is probably people's most pressing concern right now with Lightning Lanes and Genie Plus is this darn slinky dog pass is so hard to get. Um, so I'm going to dig into that for you and do a special episode, a short episode on the Slinky Dog Lightning Lane Pass because um, I did, I was frustrated. I kind of bought Genie Plus. I mean, I bought Genie Plus to use all day, but I was excited about the prospect of not having to wait in the line for Slinky Dog. However, we were park hopping. And so that time was not going to work for us. So if you're spending the day at Hollywood Studios, it probably doesn't matter that, you know, okay, I'll ride Slinky Dog at 3 p.m. It's not a big deal, but um, we had planned to be in Epcot by 3 p.m., so that wasn't going to work for us. Um, So what we did instead (laughs) was um, be at the bus stop at, I think we're there about 7.40, and Hollywood Studios' official opening time was 9, but it opened to resort guests at 8.30. This is the early theme park entry that um, anyone staying at a Disney resort or select resorts that are on Disney property but not owned by Disney can get into all of the theme parks now 30 minutes early, which is really nice, I have to say. Um, I also knew they would open Hollywood Studios before 8.30 and let people get in line, also get on Rise of the Resistance before 8.30, um, but also get in line for the the headliners um, before 8.30 as well. So... Um, We had kind of a long bus trip, as it tends to be at Old Key West. There are five internal bus stops. Um, We got to the park about, I don't know, 10 after 8. By the time we got back, you know, through the gates and everything and got back in line for Slinky Dog, it was 8.20. And the the line snaked all the way back out of Holly, uh, sorry, out of Toy Story Land. And, um... The sign that the woman had holding at the end of the line said 50 minutes. And I said to my daughter, it will not be 50 minutes. Um, That is just to, you know, overestimate how long the wait's going to be. I said, I predict it's going to be 30. So um, I kept track. And by the time we were getting on Slinky Dog, it was 8.50. So it was exactly 30 minutes now. I'm not always (laughs) exact with my estimates. It just so happened that I was that time. So, um, So it was about 30 minutes getting there at that time. Now... My plan originally was to get there and rope drop. So that means just first go to the attraction first to um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. 
that was if I had gotten a uh, Lightning Lane reservation for Slinky Dog. Well, that didn't work out. So that kind of forced my hand to buy a Lightning Lane, individual Lightning Lane pass for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because I knew by the time we got off Slinky Dog and went to get in line for Mickey and Minnie's, it was going to be longer than I wanted to wait. I mean, I generally... 30 minutes is a really long time for me to wait. Now, many people go to Disney World and expect to wait 30 to 60 minutes for any major attraction. Like, I'm not doing that. That is unacceptable to me. I'm impatient or whatever. I don't know. I don't want to wait in line. So I'm happy to pay. I think it was $8. Yeah, it was $8 each to get a time for later in the day to return and ride Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Like, that is worth it to me because my time is that valuable. I'd rather be doing other things than waiting in an hour. It was The wait was an hour when we went and rode Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway later before we park hopped. So, um, I don't know. To me, that is money well spent. We had an awesome morning at Hollywood Studios. So, we did Slinky Dog. Then we went and walked on to uh, Alien Swirling Saucers. It was maybe a it was a less than 10 minute wait. Um, and then that morning I had gotten a lightning lane reservation for Toy Story Midway Mania. Um, I got it pretty early in the morning, like maybe at 7.15 or 7.20. And it, the return time was 9.50. So we then ate some breakfast at Woody's Lunchbox, which is awesome, quick service. And I posted on my Instagram, which is at the budget mouse yesterday, our breakfast. Um, you know, anyone can get a kid's meal at Walt Disney World. They're not going to ask, where's your kid or how old is your kid? Anyone can order a kid's meal. And they're generally just smaller portions of the adult meals. So the breakfast at Woody's Lunchbox is, are like tater tots covered in eggs and this gravy. It's so good. Um, and the kid's meal is, is a pretty generous portion, I think. So it was that, a small bowl of that. And then some more tater tots, um, a, a cutie, like a little orange, and a drink. And we got orange juice. Um, and then I ordered a lunchbox tart, which are one of my favorite treats there at Hollywood Studios. Um, it was 10 bucks, and it was plenty of food for both of us for a light breakfast. Um, so I put that as a cheap eat on my Instagram account. It looks really pretty, too. It's all colorful. Um, and then we did Toy Story Midway Mania. And... Um, at that point, we were ready to explore Galaxy's Edge. Now, my daughter had never been to Galaxy's Edge. She's just, in general, scared of Star Wars. It's just too weird, too spooky. I don't know. She's a delicate flower, but um, she got brave and just walked over there with me. Um, I, My favorite thing at Galaxy's Edge is Oga's Cantina. And I was like, you know, she's probably not going to like it, but screw it. I don't care. Like it's outside of her comfort zone. That's good. So I did get a last minute reservation there for, I think it was uh 10 30, I don't know. So, um, they have lots of non-alcoholic drinks as well. In addition to it being like a bar, they have as many non-alcoholic drinks as they do alcoholic drinks. So don't be deterred if you're like, it's a bar and I don't drink. I don't want to go there. It's the, the atmosphere is what it's about there. So, um, what, what I messed up with was that I made the reservation for just one person. I wasn't paying attention when I was searching for it. And um, however, they will let you add one additional person, not any more than one, but one additional person. So that is a good hack. If you're looking for a last minute reservation there or anywhere, really, if there's two in your party, you can search for just one and you might be able to get a reservation that you couldn't get otherwise. And then they will let you add one more person. And in fact, in the app, they wouldn't let me, but I went up 
to the check-in there at Oga's Cantina and said, I don't know, they're not letting me add another person. And they said, oh, that's just a glitch. You can add another person. So they added her to the reservation and then we got right in then. And um, yeah, she didn't like it, which is what I expected. <laughs> She's kind of frightened by the whole atmosphere in there. <laughs> However, she still enjoyed herself. And um, did we did get a baby porg as a souvenir in the marketplace there. And um, we kind of had fun with that at the cantina, which made it bearable, I think. So um, it ended up being fun. We did do, oh yeah, and then we went and did Muppet Vision 3D, which is real fun. And then rode Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway with our Lightning Lane Pass, and then we left and came back to the hotel. We had a very long wait for a bus to get back to Old Key West, which just happens sometimes. I mean, mostly my bus experience is good. It's five to 10 minute wait for a bus, but it was like 30. So we just sat our butts down on the concrete and waited for the bus, and what are you gonna do? Um, It was part of our rest for the afternoon, but we got back to the hotel and um, got our feet up and rested for over an hour before we headed back to the parks. And I just can't emphasize enough how good that is to do, (laughs) to rest in the afternoon. Because like by the time we were leaving Hollywood Studios at noon or whatever, I felt bad. Like I was like, I cannot spend the whole rest of the day in the parks. But when I come back and rest for an hour or two, then I feel better. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can totally go back to the parks for the afternoon. So, so if you're feeling that way midday, like just go take a break and I promise you'll feel better. Um, so she had also not done Remy's Ratatouille adventure at Epcot and seemed to really want to do that. So I did buy a pass. I was kind of watching the times for that earlier in the day. And I wanted to get um, a return time for the individual lightning lane for Remy at some time between, you know, two and three. So I was just kind of monitoring it during the day, waiting for that time to come up because they'll just give you the next available time. So as people are buying the passes, the time gets later in the day. So I did get one for about, I think it was 2.30. And then that means it's good for an hour from 2.30 to 3.30. So um, we headed back to Hollywood Studios. I'm sorry, we headed to Epcot at about 2.30, I think. And um, yeah, we got we did Remy's, which she loved. That is a fun attraction. I really, really like it. Um, then I had gotten a, a Lightning Lane Pass for Soren, So we grabbed some food, did Soren, and then went to Magic Kingdom. And we took the monorail, <clears throat> oh, which is real fun, to take the monorail from Epcot to Magic Kingdom, transferred at the Transportation Ticket Center. And um, we're over at Magic Kingdom a little bit after five. Um, We did a lot at Magic Kingdom, and we had met friends at the pool here at Old Key West the day before, and we met up with them at Magic Kingdom. There's a little girl, my daughter's age, um, that they, you know, befriended each other at the pool, and then we spent the whole evening with them at Magic Kingdom, which is just so fun. Like, Disney's great for that. Making friends with people from another part of the country, hanging out with them at the theme parks, it's great. Um, We did a lot at Magic Kingdom because I had been making lightning lane reservations throughout the afternoon so this is stacking the reservations and it uses this 120 minute rule so if you need to go back and listen to my episode on genie plus i explain how this process works and how you can have multiple reservations by the time you get to where you're going in the evening so i had a pass for peter pan for Big Thunder Mountain and for the Jungle Cruise, which are three really in-demand attractions that were all lined up kind of an hour space apart for the evening. So we were able to do all of those. What else did we ride? We did the teacups. It's a small world. And we saw the fireworks. Um, And we rode Dumbo as well. Um, So, yeah, we did a lot in the evening at Magic Kingdom. And um, 
We were gonna stay and get on Seven Doors Mine Train at closing, but we were just so tired. And I said to my daughter, do you really wanna do this? She's like, no, I wanna go back. I said, good, me too, I'm so tired. <laughs> um, and the fireworks, I love the fireworks at Magic Kingdom, this new show. Uh, Disney's Enchantment and um, we didn't watch from an ideal location I wanted to allow time for us to get to Main Street and watch from like the center of Main Street USA which I think is the best place to watch kind of halfway back Main Street um, because then you're surrounded by the projections that are part of that show but um, we didn't have enough time so we just kind of watched it from right there in the hub pretty close to the castle and that's a great experience as well sorry about the noise it's a mower um that's a great experience as well. I mean, the, the only thing that you want is to be able to see the castle because the projections on the castle are outstanding. And like just the fireworks is one level of watching it, but like the projections of the castle are what make it amazing. Um, and then you can see Tinkerbell fly down from the top of the castle. Spoiler alert, sorry, she does do that. Um, yeah, and so it was a great day. And um, I'm gonna research probably right now about how to get that lightning lane pass for slinky dog because if you're park hopping then you will want it all right thanks for listening mm.